Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. And for the very first time, we are coming to you live from the cave at Mishawaka High School. Glad to be here tonight with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers. We're brought to you, of course, by Midland Engineering Company. We're also presented by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, and by Thor Industries. It just smells like a basketball in here tonight, You Dean. know, we do it right for you. We actually put the balls bouncing out on the floor. <laughs> Coaches right. yelling. So you can have that little Nat Sound flavor behind Some to atmosphere. make it feel like basketball. Absolutely right. And our special guest tonight is boys basketball coach Ron Hecklinski. How are we doing tonight, coach? I'm good, except I don't want to look down here. I might get a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm, That's right. I'm, I am up in the perch at the cave. And uh, I'm just glad you didn't hit your head on that steel beam when you walked I, up the steps over there. I have done that before. I bet. Yeah, and we call this the crow's nest, and now you know why. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. It's a great. Obviously, I love this venue. I, you know, the oldest high school gym in the state of Indiana. I've been really fortunate to coach in the Wigwam, the second largest gym in America, and now the oldest gym in the state of Indiana. And uh, it's it's phenomenal, actually. Absolutely. Great environment. And uh, we got out here for the first broadcast of the of the season a, a couple of weeks ago when you guys took on Elkhart Memorial. You've played a couple of games since then. You got your first win against Goshen last Friday and went to Valpo and played a tough game over there as well. How do you think things have gone overall with uh, three games into the season so far? Yeah, I think, you know, once you... Once you get involved in a new program, and and it's, you know, and, and it's your way of thinking. It's it's my culture that I want to be involved in the athletic, uh, uh, the basketball program here, and, and it has nothing to do with any other coach prior to me. I think Ryan Watson is, is outstanding. I, I've always thought he was a really good basketball coach, but I've always had my culture and things that I want to establish in a program. And, and, and so when you're when you're talking about you know 16, 17 year old kids picking things up in a hurry. Uh, uh, you know, it really doesn't happen like that. It takes a lot of time. And so from the standpoint of where we're at as a basketball team, we, you know, we have a long, long way to go. I think our guys, I think our guys are, are buying in. But the culture that I want to establish is that, you know, you know, the guy that messed us, uh, the guy that messed all of us up, and I, and I really believe this because I love coaching. But the guy that messed us all up was the guy that invented scoreboards. <laughs> because I would just love to come out and teach and, and, and teach basketball and get after it. And but that guy that invented scoreboards, he put the winning and losing in. And so and so from my standpoint, man, I've I've just I've just always been, you know, a winner for, you know, in, in anything I'm gonna do. So I'm 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 guessing then that, that what you're referring to in in some form uh, I'm going to ask you about 
your culture because you've said your culture but i'm guessing that it has something to do with the process and not as much about results yeah no i mean the process is is you know is really the whole thing and then it's and then it's result driven you know you know after we get done playing and if we're not successful like we played at valpo on saturday night Val, you know valpo got a really good basketball program uh they have a division one player named hill jeff meyer an assistant coach from butler was there and I, and I spoke with him after the game. They had, you know, a couple 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guys. John Binion is our biggest guy at 6'2". And, and we play hard. And, um, and, and really we come up short by eight. And so after the game, you know, the kids are walking to the bus and they're just carrying on, having a great time and blah, blah, blah. And I got to get on the bus and say, hey, fellas, we lost. Hey, fellas, we lost the game, okay? Right. You know, on a Saturday night, I don't want to be going to Valparaiso, Indiana. I love my wife. I love my family. I love Mishwaka. If I got to go to Valparaiso, I want to win the basketball game. And we were really close. And I want you guys to understand what it means to win and then what it means to lose. And what it means to lose is I got to do a little soul searching. And I'm not, and I'm not just carrying on and having a gay old time after I lose. And I, that's, that has always been a really big thing with me. When I talk about culture, that's what I want to develop. Isn't that the toughest thing for any coach, though? Because coaches would give just about anything to be out there on that floor, out the, uh, on that field, still doing it themselves. And isn't that what really eats at just about any coach is, is the understanding that not every kid is, is going to feel it as much as you do? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think with the development of AAU and how big that is and, and how some of the coaches have come up through the AAU programs, now the old coaches, like myself, like Pat King, like, like old Coach Wood. Coach Wood was a legend. And all those coaches came up the same way. You know, you know, we want to develop that tenacity. We want to develop that culture in our kids. And we want our kids to be upset when we lose and when we win. It's kind of like the Joe Madden philosophy for the Cubs. You know, you know, when they win, man, they celebrate a win because winning is hard on, on any level. And I don't care right. if it's girls basketball, if it's lacrosse, winning is hard because both coaches are, are, are trying to get their teams ready to win. And so I'm trying to take some away from this coach. He's trying to take some away from me. It's hard to win. And so when you hard, and so when you win, you need to celebrate. And when you lose, you need to take it to heart. You know, he mentioned Coach Wood, Marv Wood, and he obviously won the state championship for Milan in 1954, went to North Central, and then came here. But you talk about a coach who at that time was a legend and found it hard to win up north. When he came to Mishawaka, it was difficult to win here. And, you know, I, I was over at Valpo the other night, and I watched how hard the kids played, and, and I saw. But I think what Coach Eklinski's talking about is, you know, sometimes kids are satisfied with almost. Right. And I saw Coach when he came out of the locker room. I saw Coach King. I saw Coach Blasco. I saw Coach Dendy. And these guys pour so much into it and have put so much planning and so much of their heart into practicing, and they want it so bad for these guys, they can't want it that bad for them. It's got to be the kids doing it. And I put a tweet out there afterwards that, you know what, you're going to like this team because they're blue-collar, they're hardworking, they're Mishawaka kids. They are. They're gritty. But when I think of old-school Mishawaka, almost, that that's not going to do it. And, and that's what we saw the other night. This Newman kid, I mean, he's good for Valpo. I mean, he threw down a dunk, and then he had a step-back three and put in 26, and, and they were doing the right things. But 
here we are down by one at halftime. We lost by eight, but there was one ball that was a three-pointer that went up and hit the wire that never got called. There's mm-hmm. three points, and then it went another two-point turnover. That was a five-point swing. That was actually a three-point game just on one one possession. But when you come into a place like this, and one of the reasons Coach Heklinski, when he came here, and our panel looked at him and said, you're the right guy for this place. When you walk into this facility, and if people haven't been here, this is a basketball shrine that many people don't really realize exists. It was built in 1924, the oldest active high school gym in the state of Indiana. There are books written about gyms in Indiana, Hoosier temples. You could go on and on. But the bleachers, you just feel the tradition in here, and you look at the bleachers. These are wider seats. You can smell the tradition. You can smell it. You can feel it. And then when these coaches get out here and they understand that responsibility... Now they want to pass that on to the kids and say, you know what, you can have something amazing here. And for you seniors, you've got one season to do it. And they don't realize sometimes that, hey, it's already December. Now January comes, we got Christmas break, you got February, and it's over. So you better do it now. And and if you accept accept 500, that's not going to be good enough. That's not good enough for me. That's not good enough for coach, and it's not going to be good enough for these players because I see how hard they work in practice. So you got to get that message early in the season. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I, and I, you know, I think any new coach that takes a new job, the number one thing he needs to do is he is is he needs to get his culture. He either needs to get his culture or find the or find the next Jimmy Chitwood. And trust me, I've been I've been driving around the neighborhoods here looking for Jimmy Chitwood on the courts. <laughs> we but, got too many paved driveways. Well, you no. gotta find one of those dirt driveways and, where the kid can Here's what I'm gonna tell house. you. There's a couple of them over at John Young Middle School and uh you know so 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 we do have some good young players, you know, coming up through the system. And, it, it, you know, uh, uh, the whole process takes time. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a kind of guy that when I get out there, we practice, we do it, we bust, you know, we bust it, we go hard. I want things to happen quickly. And then, you know, I tell myself to step back a little bit and let the process evolve. But there's no substitute. There is no substitute for guys uh, that aren't going to get after it. Right. You know, and this guy's got about 370 wins, so he knows what he's doing. But you look at the I opener. I thought it was four seventy. I thought we found that it was four seventy. <laughs> you look at the. But who's count, man? You look at the opener and the cavemen lose in overtime, so that's a tough one. So I mean, it just showed like one possession could be there, but in that second game against Goshen, all of a sudden you're down in the third, going into the fourth quarter, and you outscore the Red Hawks twenty-seven to ten. And I thought, wow, the light just came on. These kids lit it up. Now the momentum's coming. But then you got to come back the next night, have an hour and a half drive, go to Valpo, and so it's a it's a tough schedule that we set you up with, and hopefully that tough schedule, that grind right here at the beginning, and of course Thursday night's not going to make it any. easier. I was going to say the NIC is not any easier, no. so you might as well play some play well, some good competition early on. Well, I think the University of Riley has a has a really good <laughs> basketball program. I'm not sure I'm not sure what their recruiting budget is or whatever, but they they have some. I mean, they got those some kids players. have been so good since they were little go. kids, man, yep. and they've been playing together. And uh, it's going to be fun to go over there because not only it's ha- going to be fun for you to go over there. You know, not only do they have great players, but now they've got a great student body, uh, principals involved, the athletic departments. Uh, it got on board as far as let's just build this up because they understand this may be the best South Bend team since Jerron Cornell in 1994. I mean, you got to go back to Sean Kemp and Jamar Johnson and Concord teams like Plymouth and. Scott Skiles in 82. To think about this Riley team, that's how good they are. I mean, they've got talent pouring out, but I look the way Mishawaka played on Friday night. 
Saturday night, don't count these guys out. The way they played, they're going to be in that game. They're going to go to Riley, and they're going to stand toe-to-toe with them. Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if it's going to be a five-point Mishawaka win, a 30-point Riley, whatever. But they're going to stand toe-to-toe with them. And then we're going to find out what we have because the end goal is March. And that's where we're looking at right now is we got to work hard, we got to work hard. And I watch these guys practice, and I say we because I'm part of the athletic part. Sure, but I'm sure. watching them work, and I'm seeing how, <laughs> how it goes. And then I'm watching the kids in the hallway and how they react, and I watch them come all, come out of the locker room the other night. And I don't I mean, think, this is a big thing. I didn't mean to cut you off, Dean. I don't think anyone who's ever listened, Dean, has doubted that you're part of the Mishawaka Athletic Department. And, and Trust not, me when I say that. Yeah, and you I know, got you. But, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I'm not down there coaching these kids. Oh, no, right. I mean, I, I understand what it's like to coach, and I understand how much they put into nope, it exactly. to make it happen. So when they get a victory, yeah, we all celebrate as a community, but did I have anything to do with that? I mean, these coaches and players are going to have anything to do with all the wins. Absolutely. Our guest tonight is Ron Heklinski on Caveman Corner. Dean Hubbard, the Mishawaka Athletic Director. I'm Sean Styers. The girls are out there practicing right now. If you can hear a little squeaking and dribbling in the background and the occasional barking from uh, girls basketball coach Kevin Gradless, and he uh, might stop by here in just a little bit and join us as well. We'll continue after we take this time out with Ron Heklinski, though, the boys basketball coach, Caveman Corner on WSBT. High School with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard and our special guest tonight, boys basketball coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Sean Styers. Dean, you've got a, a list of what's going on this week. It looks like a pretty full list I'm right there. I'm finding that out that every week is a pretty full <laughs> week. Yeah, uh, Tonight we had freshman basketball. They were taking on John Glenn. Got a big victory down there. We had the Michiana Stars Swim Club in the pool. And tomorrow night we got uh, JV and Varsity Girls Basketball right here at the Cave against Elkhart Memorial. And then the boys and girls swim teams are going to be at home against St. Joe. Wednesday we got the Mishawaka Wrestling Team and we'll talk about them in just a moment. They're at Lakeshore. Then they're going to be back on the road again taking on uh, Elkhart Central. So they go to Lakeshore, then they go to Elkhart Central, then they're at Munster on the weekend. Uh, we've also got Thursday. Pretty cool. We got the Wrestling Elementary Wrestling Championships in the West Gym on Thursday. Oh, so those cool. kids get to go where the varsity kids are, and uh, they're going to love that. We've got swimming at home against uh, Marion, and also, of course, we talked about it. The varsity boys play basketball at Riley, then the girls do the same thing on Friday. So that just sets us up for a busy, busy week and uh, uh, the wrestling team had a huge week. They started no out Coach Steve Sandifer and uh, of course two times state champ as a wrestler here but comes home as the head coach and he gets a win over Adams. I talked to him afterwards. He was just ear to ear smiles and then they go to <laughs> Plymouth and they win five. They, they beat Peru. They knocked off Plymouth. They knocked off Goshen. They knocked off Riley and then they beat Lowell in the championship. So they're 6-0 and oh, off to a hot start and hopefully can keep it rolling this week. Now does he have a brother on the team or Actually, it's a different spelling. It's Sandifer. Really? Yeah, there's another. uh, It's U-R, and his last name is E-R, but they're all part of the Mishawaka uh, wrestling family. So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah. Who who would have guessed that there would be two different ways to spell 
Sandifer, right. and one would be the head coach. One would be As we were okay. putting together the game day program that's going to be out here uh, for the December 11th home game, uh, we had the UR in there. I'm like, you would think it's UR. Someone's going to some think it's a typo, are. right? Yeah, so it's ER and UR, so we had to make sure. That's one you got to double check and, and triple check. All right. Ron Hicklitzky, the boys basketball coach, with us. I, I, I just I wanted to go back because, again, you you talked about your culture several times. And, and just if you were to bullet point, like, the, t- the top two or three most important things, how would you describe Ron Hecklinski's culture? Play hard uh, 100% of the time. You know, whether in practice, whether in a game, whether in a drill. I mean, go hard 100% of the time because I think, well, I'm, I, I don't think, I know the only way you get better is to go hard. Right. And then, and then I talked about the guy that invented the scoreboard he, you know, he put it to a different level. So now you you really have to care about winning and losing, and the effort and the effort that you put out on the floor on a daily basis. I think it's all relative. I think it's all intertwined, and and I think guys that can bring it on a daily basis, you know, you know, more often than not, will you know will be the winners when it comes to game night. Now, you know, sometimes winning can be defined in different ways because i you know i've had teams that just busted it and some team hits a last second shot and and you actually lose the game but man did you guys gut it out for 32 minutes you know and in the locker room i you know i tell those guys you guys busted it man you guys were great it was you know took a circus shot to beat you so it's not always the most points on the scoreboard but it's all relative to about effort man you i mean you got to come in and 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 you got to bring it and what i tell these guys all the time when the other team leaves I, you know, I want to hear them say, man, we don't want to play Mishawaka again. Right. We don't want to play them again because they come at us. They go hard. They're relentless. They don't stop. And that, you know, and that's, and, and to me, that's the highest compliment when another coach will call me and say, hey, heck, your guys are really playing hard. You know, I mean, he could say you shoot well. He could say you're quick. He could say you guard really well. But when he tells me my guys play hard, that's the ultimate compliment, and that's the culture that, that I want to establish. And and I'm not saying that previous coaches haven't done that here. I mean, my stuff is, you know, just, I mean, everybody does stuff differently. Sure. And so from my standpoint, those are bullet points. Those are things that I, that, that I want to get ingrained here. You know, when you talk about playing hard, it not only makes that kid good, but it makes those other kids better too because Absolutely. now you got to compete you got to work and and you see that other guy and especially when it's a leader you see them working and you got to raise your game to get there you got to sometimes it's not fun to come to practice you don't know what's happening at school and but it should be the funnest part of the day because it's that chance that you can go out there and just push it and then you can get out there when the lights are on and, and when the fans are there and the cheerleaders and the band, you can let it rip. But when you play hard in practice and you play hard in the game, now all of a sudden somebody's got to match you. Then that next kid got it. And I love that attitude because that's what I see in practice is the intensity. You want to make that game easy. You want to make that game fun. And then it, it just comes natural like, you're not going to beat me. Well, you know, uh, you're going to look across and say, you're not going to beat me. Bring it on. And and I heard a guy at, uh, at the basketball camp at Tri-State years and years ago, and he came up and he said, I want to guard Isaiah. Tell me that kid out here. I want to guard Isaiah. Who are you? <laughs> and you see a couple of kids, like, raising their hand, like, I, I want to be that kid. I want to. And it, that really registered to me. It's like, do you want to guard the worst player on the team, or do you want to be that competitor, and you want to guard go out and guard Isaiah Thomas? And, you know, he was at IU just going into the NBA at that time right sooner or later it all comes down to minutes 
when when you know when you're talking about players, they want minutes. So so we have a player now that played in in in, in our third game. Did not play in the first two games. Trey Jeffries, Treshawn Jeffries, got into a little bit of a jam and, and got suspended for the first two games. Now he comes out and plays really well against Valpo, so he's taking somebody's minutes. And so my message to those guys were, hey, on Monday you better you know you better get in there because because whose minutes is he going to take? And and if you know it, uh, um, if it's six minutes of yours or eight minutes of yours or ten minutes of yours, I mean you guys control that. And so I saw practice be a little bit more intense today because of that. I mean, players want minutes. Players want clock. And players' parents want minutes. And I don't care who it is. <laughs> you know that, right? I don't care you who it is because in any, in any conversation I've ever had with a parent, it hasn't been about anything else, about playing time. And I tell parents, I'll talk to you, but, but we're not going to talk about any other player. Right. We'll talk about your son and why he didn't get the minutes that you think he should get. And one of the things I loved about the can, he took two charges right away. It's like, huh, look at that. That's like a turnover right there. Plus, Absolutely. it's a foul on one of those kids. So that's some of that dirty work that now as a coach you got to go, okay, he may not be scoring 20 points a game, but he, he's doing a, a couple of those things that we really love here. And one of the things that you talked about when we talked before the first game was defense. And I think every coach <laughs> – that's probably, other than the things you just talked about, where things start, is at the defensive end. How, how do you think things have come along since practice started to where you are right now? Yeah, you know what? I, I think the first game we defended okay, but we weren't great. You know, But really, we don't have a lot of concepts in, to be honest with you. I think our second game at Goshen on the road, uh, we held Goshen to 48 points. And so anytime you hold a team under 50 points, I think you're doing a pretty good job. And then we kind of laid an egg at Valpo and gave up 66. And, and we score 58. So, so you know, if we hold true to what our goals are, we're going to win 58 to 50. So now this week, we, you know, we got to go back to some defensive stuff and, and get ready for the, 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 uh, the high-power offense that South Bend Riley's going to bring on Thursday. The girls' season, of course, started a couple of weeks before yours, and we've got the girls' head coach, Kevin Gradless, with us right now. Thanks for for taking a couple minutes out from practice and coming up to talk to us. No problem. Thank you. Well, uh, you're nine games in right now. You had to play, of course, the defending state champ, but uh, hung with St. Joe last week. You got an Elkhart, Elkhart Memorial coming up tomorrow. Nine games in. How do you think things are going for you guys right now? Yeah, I think it's going pretty well. Last week was a great week for us to test where we were at playing John Glenn, who's ranked third in 3A on Tuesday and went down to the wire with them and lost by one, and then having the defending state champs come in here on Friday. Um, we really learned a lot about our team and about where we're at and about where we need to be, and, uh, and I'm excited about us going forward. What do you think, uh, just in terms of, uh, again, nine games in, where do you think you've made the most progress so far? Uh, you know, we we made the most progress right now in terms of our defense. Our kids are really buying in, playing hard, and really getting after it. Um, they've had some really difficult challenges in terms of uh, matchups early on, and I, I think we've learned a lot from it, got a lot better at that. And going forward, offensive execution, you know, we executed a lot better on Friday night, so putting those two things together is going to be important going forward. And then looking at tomorrow, what do you look at as far as that matchup against uh, Memorial? El- Elkhart Memorial is always real talented, um, you know, always well coached. Uh, it's a great program to play. You know, a really good NLC school, kind of right in the middle of our conference season, kind of gets mixed in there, and uh, it should be a really good matchup. should be a really good game. What, what, do, what, do, you, what do you think about just the, the, the different schedule for girls basketball this year, starting earlier and just the whole thing? 
Yeah, I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> we have played nine games, I think, in 21 calendar days, so I, I'm a practice guy. I want to get into practice and practice more, and I feel like we haven't had enough practice days yet. Well, so it... No, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, now we have a stretch here where I think we actually have a week between games for the first time all season between Friday and the next Friday, and so we're anxious to get into practice and get better. Well, and I think that the players, they'd rather just see those <laughs> yeah. those games yeah, right. than, than the practices, but as a coach, that's got to be sort of the toughest thing because that's where you're able to make some adjustments and, and try to improve. Especially early on, and I'm really glad because it's been, I mean, like I said, our schedule's been extremely difficult early in the season. I think it's only going to make us better as the season goes along to accomplish what our real goal is, is to win a sectional. So the tougher it is, the better it is. Um, so we've seen a lot of different styles and a lot of different teams and a lot of talent, and uh, I think we've learned a lot, and I'm excited about getting into practice and, and go, getting better. What do you think your team's doing best right now? Uh, again, I, I think we're mixing up defenses pretty well, and the kids are starting to understand what we're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, starting to generate a little more offense from the defensive end. Um, and then when we can put together both ends of the floor, we're going to be tough to beat. All right. Thanks again, Coach, for coming up and joining us. Thank you very much. All right. Kevin Graylist, the girls' basketball coach. We're going to take a timeout and then back to wrap things up tonight. Caveman Corner on WSBT. Live the cave at Mishawaka High School with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard and our special guest, boys basketball coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Sean Styers. We've got Pittsburgh against Cincinnati NFL Monday Night Football coming up. The uh, pregame in about seven minutes here on WSBT. We have our next two broadcasts of Mishawaka boys basketball coming up next week here on WSBT. A week from tonight, the Cavemen take on Elkhart Christian, 7.30 right here at the Caveman on WSBT. And then a week from Friday, December 15th, Cavemen host Bremen. So two games coming up next week. Yeah, and we're looking at a lot of promotions this year, too. We're going to have January 6th when Niles comes to the Cave. It's basketball day in Indiana, and we're going to have Hoosiers night. Oh, nice. And so Mary Lou Wood is going to be there that evening, and also Steve Holler, the guy from Hoosiers who said, boom, punched him. Got him a good one, didn't I, Coach? <laughs> really? Yeah, he's going to be, be here. So it's, it's a special day in a lot of ways, and uh, I know what he's going to say next. I, I will not no, there's no way I'm going to promote my birthday. Because <laughs> I don't have any more I'm not promoting it. Every time I tell him how excited I am about this day, he's like, well, you know, that is my birthday, so it's a special day. So that'll be fun. And we had a great night here Friday night while the boys were on the road uh, getting a victory. Our girls were here against St. Joe, and Sharon Versip was here, the Purdue uh, Boilermakers coach. And I went over and I said, so you're going to go out and check your shrine? You know, we added an autograph ball from you that we got at a charity auction. She said, why didn't you just asked me. I would have given you one. That's why I was donated, but uh, she was great. Just uh, talked about the pride that she has in Mishawaka, and of course we had her on the show a few weeks ago. Right. But she said, man, it, to have the band here and the atmosphere that you guys have created for girls basketball, it's a special place, and you ought to really applaud yourselves, because I go to a, a girls basketball games all across the state, and you don't feel this everywhere, so what she was talking about is how proud she was to come back home and to understand that it's a, it's a great place to not only watch basketball, play basketball, and then she can go out and look at her little trophy case, too. Absolutely. That's always great when you can have someone like Sharon Versip coming back And I didn't town. ask her if I needed to call her Miss Basketball or <laughs> if I could call her Coach Versip. I, I just I stayed away from that one. So the other the other big thing that we just uh, got done, I put a story on our CavemanSports.com, is we got a new pitcher's mound. We've been 
working. Joel Reinbold, one of the area experts, uh-huh. has been working on it, and we finished that up. Actually, today it was the first day that we saw the finished product, and uh, we dumped four dump trucks worth 80 tons, 84 tons worth of dirt in the infield to smooth it wow. out and to get it ready. So the field's 10 years old, and it needed it, and so we've done a lot of little work to it and uh, put some heart and soul, and you have no idea the shelf that you step back on how much clay it takes to make that right. Oh, absolutely. Now looking at it, it's a beautiful place out there. Been fortunate to have this uh, extended nice weather, and I think you got it in just in time. Yeah, we did. The way the forecast sounds. Yeah, (laughs) we we just called and said, okay, when is that going to happen, and how much time do we have? So we worked it out just right. Absolutely. All right. Coach, uh, again, you've got a game coming up. Thursday night. We got two games coming up next week. And talking to Coach Gradeless there, it sounds like you've got a, a little more. He was talking about the the condensed season that he sort of had and not as much practice time. It sounds like you've been kind of fortunate along those lines to get in a lot of practice time in between games. Yeah, I think practice time is is really important for high school basketball players or or really high school athletes in general because fundamental play. And I use the word AAU, fundamental play, because of AAU, because they don't teach a lot of fundamentals. It's just up and down. Fundamental play at the high schools are really, really big. And and, and with the IHSAA, in their infinite wisdom, cutting back the practice schedules, we used to start back back in the day, and you remember this, October 15th. Mm-hmm. So we could work on denial drills. We could work on closeout drills, really, for, for you know, like maybe two or three days. Now we get to work on it for maybe two or three hours because there's only uh, maybe 12 practices before our first game. So, you know, practice time is really, really important. And the Coach Gradless does a wonderful job with his girls team. I watch his practices. Him and I work closely together in, in, in sharing the court here at the cave. He does a wonderful job. How much does it help you that you've got a guy with varsity head coaching experience like Pat King on your staff when you, when you talk about that practice time. Pat King and I have been friends for maybe 30 years. Pat Pat is an old Anderson Indian now. Pat played in the wigwam, played uh, for Anderson, graduated the same year I did, and then has been involved in coaching, was was obviously the head basketball coach at South Bend Adams for forever. We played Pat probably six or seven times. And, and so, you know, it, it, it was really big to have some, you know, a face that I knew coming in here every day. Tyler Dindy does a great job. And, of course, Chad Blasco. Are you kidding me? The number one draft choice for the Cubbies. He, I mean, uh, I mean, athleticism and how to prepare yourself and all that stuff just comes out of him really naturally. So my coaching staff, along with Steve Sheltraw, who's our freshman coach, is second to none. Yeah, Coach King actually co- coached with one of my best friends, Kerry Jones, years ago. Oh, really? At South Bend Adams. And Kerry was a defensive guy, and I got to know Pat back in the day. And it's great to have him in the gym. And you look out at the experience there and the combination of things. And he talked about it, the athleticism, the youth, the experience. And these guys do gel really well together. It's fun to watch. Absolutely. All right, we've got to wrap things up here in less than a minute. Anything real quick game before we wrap it up yeah we're just looking forward to having you guys broadcast that first game on december 11th it's going to be a boy girl doubleheader, so you'll be up here early and uh, reporting on that girls game but to have this place rocking again and then december 22nd is going to be the marion game at home so it's going to be a lot of fun we appreciate everything wsbt 96.1 fm does absolutely and we're looking forward to being out here and uh, like dean said our next two broadcasts of mishawaka basketball next week a week from tonight december 11th when the Cavemen host Elkhart Christian, and then Friday, December 15th as well. 
taking on Bremen. Coach, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Dean, thanks as always. And uh, there will be no Caveman Corner next week because of that game, of course. But uh, Caveman Corner brought to you by Midland Engineering Company, Kevin Putz, Mishawaka Education Foundation, School City of Mishawaka, and Thor Industries. Time now for Monday Night Football. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 